This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. That's why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Thursday, 26 uh, October, Year of Our Lord, 2023. We've got a cold open. I've got Ben Harnwell, Sam Faddis. We've got a lot to go through tonight. Um, I want to start with our own Grace Chung, uh, the queen of the trolls. Grace, as people know, with Mo, kind of run everything in the war room. Uh, she's the head cook and bottle washer. But tonight, her coming out party on the great uh, Tim Pool show, the Tim cast. Uh, Grace, uh, you're on. What time is it live? I want to make sure everybody's checking that out. It's up on YouTube tonight. It's up on YouTube. It's from 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. There's also going to be a members only, which is going to be on TimCast.com. So if you're a member or sign up to be a member, you will you can catch that as well. So I'm really excited to represent War Room and, of course, the War Room Posse. And I'm going to make you guys proud. And Steve, can I just get into a couple announcements or surprise announcements? Yeah, just before the announcements, you know, Grace Grace is a very, um, very shy. It takes <laughs> It takes us pulling teeth to get Grace to come on War Room. You know, it was like Carrie Lake. I was talking to Carrie. I did a little short presentation to a group that Carrie Lake was talking to last night. And I said, you know, Carrie, ever since you went to the Senate, I can't book you on War Room. You know, Grace, it's impossible to book her on War Room. But she's out <laughs> doing the Tim Pool show, taking her stall trip. Yes. Just, I'm just kidding. Are we going to stream the Tim Pool on, on, uh, on Getter tonight? We are going to stream it. I'm going to stream it myself from the Tim Pool studio. And I'm going to do some just okay. back in, back uh you know, give you a little bit of the inside scoop and show show everyone around before it starts. So oh, make wow. sure it'll be on Getter. Wow, wow. What time is yeah, that going to start? So. People got to see Tim Pool's got a compound. And here's the thing. This is what I admire about Tim. Uh, he, every now and again, he will come to the Capitol Hill or go to Miami, do a roadshow. He'll, he'll go to Gates's office and you can go over there and do it. But he, he, other than that, He's pretty stringent. You got to go to essentially Harper's Ferry, the middle of nowhere, to do the show. I mean, Grace, it's so unusual to see a LA girl because Grace lives right <laughs> on the water. I mean, she's complete, you know, Marina Del Rey, the total complete hipster, LA hipster. To get her to go to the middle of nowhere is really An something. Hour you're going to show DC. the background. Yes. Oh, at least. I'm going to show hopefully everything so as, as they allow me to, but definitely tune in. There's going to be um, two really special announcements. One is the new merch drop. And the reason why you have to tune in is because we're going to have a special discount code. So everything you guys have been asking for, sweatshirts, I have it on right now. And it's going to go live tonight. And also another project that we've been working on, which the Posse is going to love. It's a, t it's a tool. It's also going to bring in just more voices into the political sphere. and everyone's going to be blown away by it and i'm just so excited for it so definitely tune in 8 p.m to 10 p.m and then the members only which is going to be 10 to 11. when are you going to do the streaming on in the background you're going to do that between the 8 and 10 or is that going to be a bonus segment for our for bonus uh, segment i'm going to do it before 
I'm going to do it before. So it'll be the before, bonus. So, um, yeah. So what time should people, what should time should people get up on Getter on Rumble? What time is it going? 7.30 or you, 730. the Tim Pool shows at 8, 7.30. Yes. Okay. So 7.30, Grace should be doing that. And by the Tim Pool operations, absolutely amazing. What these guys do yeah. is incredible. So it's it's always great to uh, to to hang out with them. Um, and so you got two major announcements. You got a merch drop. Plus you got something Grace has been putting an enormous amount of time into. It's going to be a kind of a game changer. And coming off the timing, Grace couldn't be more perfect. You there for the vanguard of the posse on really the day after this monumental victory in the in the uh, for the House Speaker. It just the timing is just incredible. And you've had this booked for, for a long time. So right. the timing's great. And this is what I've actually said on um, Twitter and Getter is that, you know, with our new speaker, our work is just beginning. And so we've got a lot of work to do, got a lot of work ahead of us. And I know the posse, we're all about action, action, action. So definitely tune in. I'm really excited and would love all the support. We're just excited to get you out of California. Maybe we can convince you. I've been trying (laughs) to convince Grace to come back and run things out of D.C. for years. Can't do it. California girl. Can't lose that. Um, Grace, it's fantastic. So what is your social media handles? Give them all, and including the ones I know at I know at Twitter, you're banned, you're blocked, you're back on. <laughs> it's a sketchy thing because that comes in a little hot. Um, she's like a Mike Davis uh, on occasions. Yes. What? Where do people go to find you on social media? So Twitter, formerly known as X, GC22GC. Getter, of course, at Grace Chong. True Social, at Grace Chong. And, of course, follow all of our War Room accounts. We're now on True Social, Steve Bannon's War Room, Instagram, Getter, uh, Rumble. Um, we're on, except for Twitter, formerly known as X. Yeah, duly noted. Can't do, no, can't do Twitter <laughs> while it's CCP owned. But, hey, I don't no, mind if you guys do. No, but we have so many Grace, force, force, uh, we have so many force, force multipliers, multipliers on on Twitter, so we love them all. Grace, uh, really excited about tonight. Congratulations! Look for I know everybody looks forward to seeing it. We'll see you then and check in afterwards. Thank you. The Grace Chung. She only has about Grace only has about fifty jobs <laughs> at the War Room. Um, being our CFO is probably number nine or ten. Um, and I know I think Grace has worked at companies I've been involved with, I don't know, 15 years, 20 years, maybe 15 years, maybe 20. And she was just a kid. She was a teenager when she showed up. Still a very young woman. Um, let's play. I tell you what, I got a cold open I want to play. And then uh, and then I'm going to bring in uh, I'm going to bring in um, um, I'm going to bring in Ben Harnwell from her. Let's go. Let's play this cold open. I'll make some commentary. Then we'll bring in Ben. Damn right. So today, that faction, the MAGA faction, the anti-democracy faction, the far right, won, and they celebrated. The chief architect of this battle, Congressman Matt Gates of Florida, took a victory lap on Steve Bannon's program. MAGA is ascendant, and if, if you don't think that moving from Kevin McCarthy to MAGA Mike Johnson shows the ascendance of this movement and where the power in the Republican Party truly lies, uh, then, then you're not paying attention. Gates is talking his book, as always, and he'll probably do 19 more podcast hits before I come back and talk to you tomorrow night. He and his coalition are proud of what they've achieved. The majority of their caucus, including their new speaker, tried to overturn the last election. And they're proud of that. 
In fact, the message they're sending in choosing Mike Johnson, and this is important for everyone to understand because that's where we are, is not only they're proud of that, but they are unbowed and they are ready and they are willing to try again. He said it, he did it, and he's here. Republican Congressman Matt Gates, my live guest in studio in Washington. I know it was a busy day on the floor. Thanks for being here. Welcome to you to Washington. We're glad here to I have am. you here. Here I am. Let's get right to it. Sure. Uh, what does today's speaker vote mean? And did you cut any side deals this time like we heard about last time? No side deals. This speaker election means that the House Republican Conference is united, really, for the first time. This Congress, we are united behind a man of deep faith who obeys Almighty God and the Constitution before all else. And I was proud to support him. He's not uh, someone who comes from any particular faction of the Republican conference. I don't know about that. Well, he has strong relationships from our most moderate members to our most conservative members. And you know what? Everyone feels listened to with Mike Johnson. He has a great tone, a great leadership skill stack, and I'm going to do everything I can to make him successful. One of the things now, Congressman, new speaker, Mike Johnson, your thoughts. Uh, well, you cannot get to the right of Mike Johnson in the mega caucus. Um, it's just, it's inconceivable that you could get to the right of him. Um, I mean, there are people who are definitely more lunatic than he is. Um, and he's got very good manners and he's an able lawyer. But um, when we say he opposed democracy, we know that from his giving a legal gloss and finish to all of Donald Trump's arguments about electoral fraud and making the independent state legislature doctrine argument, which um, the Supreme Court fortunately did not bite on. Um, but if he's not for democracy, what's he for? He's for theocracy. He wants a nationwide ban on abortion with no exceptions for uh, rape or incest. Uh, he voted against affirming women's right to travel across state lines for the purposes of obtaining health care. Um, he's also voted against reaffirming women's contraceptive rights. Um, he is uh, a real enemy of Social Security. From my perspective, he wanted to increase the age of uh, Social Security retirement to 70 years old. He's very much in the Steve Bannon mode of trying to dismantle the regulatory state, by which they mean democracy itself. And so um, he's a, a decent guy and he's a, a nice guy, but nobody should be fooled by it. Donald Trump cemented his hold over the Republican Party today, and he is in control of the House of Representatives right now. Big picture, take it all together. Did Matt Gates and the rebels win because you got the speaker you wanted and now you don't have to vacate or play those those uh, strategies anymore? Or are Matt Gates and the so-called rebels still out here and Johnson should be just as worried over his shoulder as as McCarthy? It's the former. We are here to make Mike Johnson as successful as a speaker as he can possibly be. He has sat next to me for seven years on the House Judiciary Committee. We serve together on House Armed Services. We have very aligned perspectives on a vast majority of issues. So this is our guy. This isn't a guy that we're going to chase around with a motion to vacate. This is a guy we're going to do everything we can to pour into and make successful. I gave you time. I want to uh, mention for viewers, it's your guy. 
which is different from how we started the interview, which you said he's everybody's guy, he's across the board, but now he's sure. your, your side. Well, your look, guy. look, he can be our guy and he can be the guy for, for other folks. Everybody voted for him, but I think people can be enthusiastic about Mike Johnson for different reasons. Yeah. I'm very enthusiastic about him being an honest man, a, a true conservative. I think others that might not hold his, his perspective on some of those policy questions yeah. really like his leadership style. Well, I thank you for coming on, on and on. This is the Speaker of the House. You go on and on down the list, but Donnie, it is, is it not? the victory of MAGA in this case of Donald Trump squashed Emmer, right? He was going to, he wasn't quite loyal enough to Donald Trump. And some people got to Trump and said, Hey, here's all this stuff that Emmer said. Trump puts out the post. He's done. And at the end of the day, gets his guy. When you have Matt Gates running onto Steve Bannon's podcast yesterday to celebrate this, it tells you who won. Oh, it tells you who won, but I keep going, this is a loser in a general election. This is where the party isn't. The party is no longer the Republican Party. It's the MAGA right. party. That's right. the party. As my good friend Joe Scarborough would say, insurrectionists, weirdos, and freaks. Yeah. Well, here you got a poster boy right up there. Major. Hey, here's the key, Brendan. <laughs> and we talked about this last time. They have successfully, in their own conference, imposed minority will on the conference. They have a vanguardist vision of how to do this. They tried to impose a minority president on the United States. They then had a rump faction of eight votes that broke the conference, and when Steve Scalise won the internal vote, they said, no, we don't accept it. They have gotten their way as a minoritarian vanguardist movement at many steps. They think they could do it for the whole government. Absolutely. But they, they can't on the on the policy matters. <laughs> yes, and the, reality, the thing is, all of the things that you talked about in your in your monologue about who he is, Republicans don't bat an eye about that stuff. All oh, of the things no, you listed are pretty like mainstream for the conference yeah, sure. right now. The reality is you just can't make those things policy. Now, they can stop things. And I think we need to be very concerned about the ability of the House to process funding for Ukraine. They, they can not do things, yeah. but actually proactively bringing bills to the floor on, on abortion, they already did that. It was the first thing the House did, this yep. Congress, was a series of bills on abortion. So, like, that's not changing, but it's not going anywhere. Now, what what what, what happened potentially if Mike Johnson is Speaker of the House when we need to certify the next presidential election? Keep a close eye on that. Yes. In, in terms of, like... <laughs> imposing their will on Medicare and Social Security, I, I don't think you need to be, lose much sleep about it, Chris. No, no, no. That... You see what I've done right there? I did work my own technology. The minority vanguardist movement. Now, we just we let that play. Minority vanguardist movement. We have a lot to do. Remember, what Brandon Buck said, and that was Paul Ryan's comms director. He was very dialed in the entire time um, that Paul Ryan uh, was around as speak, not just a budget director or budget head of budget for the uh, budget committee, and then um, as a speaker. They can stop things. They can not do things. That's, that's where our power is right now. We can't enforce our will on everything yet. We're going to get there, but we can't stop things. Uh, very good analysis by our enemies at, uh, at MSNBC in uh, a very, very good breakdown. I want to thank the team for putting it together. Um, I want to bring in one of the things we can stop, and this is why Nancy Mace broke some big news today, was how do you actually um, bifurcate and triage the supplemental uh, spending bills in the CR? All that's coming hurtling down to us, Nancy Mace said, and she's a pretty big hawk and has had a reputation of being a neocon. She said, no, even bifurcating Ukraine and Israel, which we have to do, even the Israel-Israel, 
segment of the uh, of this supplemental has to wait until we come to grips with securing the southern border. Over in the Senate, a massive thing. Mitch McConnell at the Senate last year, they made another huge pitch where it's all got to be put together, the supplemental, and Ukraine's got to get $80 billion, which puts us at $200 billion. And remember, there's no plan of what goes forward. There's another $100 billion after that, another $100 billion after that, because nobody's laid out a plan. Well, some heroic senators led by Roger Marshall of Kansas, uh, J.D. Vance of Ohio, Mike Lee of Utah, and Ted Cruz of the Republic of Texas uh, have come forward and said, no, 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 we're putting forward a proposal. We've got we to gotta bifurcate these right now. We have to discuss Israel different than Ukraine. I want to bring in uh, Ben Harnwell. Ben Harnwell, the populist right continues a massive victory for the populist right in the last 24, 48 hours in the United States of America, but their victories happening all over where they're not stealing them. And Ukraine is at the heart of this and the big developments in Europe on Ukraine. So walk me through what's going on with the populist right in Europe and, and where do we stand on Ukraine? Good evening, Steve. Um, I love that cold open that you had on just now. In fact, I half wish you, you wouldn't have me at all and just continued that, that, glorious um, collage of analysis all the way through it. It was absolutely beautiful. I think what the mainstream media are really going to start sort of picking up now as we move forward to the presidential election in November, is they're absolutely right to say that MAGA does not represent the whole totality of the GOP. That's absolutely true. What they're going to find out the hard way when they start losing seats is that it does represent the majority of the United States. That's where the country is right now. They're just pretending they can't see that. Um, elsewhere in the world, Steve, today, there is, is so much good news. I don't really know where to start. Let's, um, I want to start with this, however, and build on it. If, if, um, if uh, Memphis could, would very kindly um, pick up my, my first article here um, in the Financial Times. Thanks, guys. This is a, a, just an illustration it's not only the United States that has important elections and then queries the result afterwards. That's entirely legitimate and I think becoming increasingly important that countries do do this when something is amiss. Here, however, in Switzerland, it's slightly a different situation. I don't know whether I, the headline says that Switzerland revises election results after counting error. I don't know whether that counting error should be in air quotation marks. Um, because, <laughs> well, no, it is, Steve. It, it, the, 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 the counting error, um, well, look, we all know how, how, um, how precise, let me use that word, how precise the Swiss are, famously precise. It does seem somewhat unusual that they could make an error where which, which basically multiplied the vote count in three of Switzerland's 26 cantons by up to three or three to five times. This is a, a huge thing, even though the, the actual mistake turned out it was less than a half a percentage in total votes from around 29 and a half down to, to 28. But what, we, what, what this result is, Steve, is, and the reason I say air quotation marks, is because this is, they, they, they said oh, two days after the vote took place, they said, oh, they discovered some dis discrepancies, which moves power away from what the Financial Times is calling the far right towards the centre right and boosts by a similar number the, the two green parties in Switzerland. Um, but I wanted to pull that up. Never let anyone say that, you know, let's just assume this is, let's just assume this is a genuine, authentic anomaly. 
and don't I don't know whether I believe that, but let's just assume it is. It is absolutely legitimate to query election results even after voting has um, has taken place. Um, that's the first thing. You know, obviously, the people that we just did in MSNBC and what have you, that they pull their hair out, hair out when we in MAGA ask to, to revisit and ask the courts to revisit ballots after they've been cast. They're obviously not doing that in this situation, and that should be flagged up for future reference. Absolutely legitimate, however, to do so, um, even though I think in, in this case further questions should be asked simply because of the direction of the change. Um, the second story I'm going to go, I've got a very important story from Slovakia coming up, Steve. But before that, I just want to visit the UK, where um, very interestingly, in, in the House of Commons, um, John Healy, who's the Labour Party spokesman for defence, he's the Shadow Defence Secretary, he said that, um, that, that we have to maintain leadership and accelerate support. And here's the killer quote is, and I fear the UK momentum in Ukraine, that is, is flagging. And he, he calls the, 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 the Conservative government to account, saying that there's, no, there's been no statement on Ukraine in Parliament from the, the new Defence Secretary, Grant Schapp, since he was appointed in August. And no statement generally from any Defence Secretary in this House, that's the House of Commons, since May. I see there's a reason for that. Um, and obviously the Labour Party is trying to rally support for Ukraine. That is because the Tory party is on the skids. It knows it's going to be in for a massacring um, in the next general election. And it is trying, somewhat belatedly, somewhat too little, too late, to pivot to where the country is. And the UK is no longer um, fully behind the, the Ukraine, uh, funding the Ukraine war. And what's that money di di redirected to the UK? It's the same debate in the United States, Steve, where the UK is absolutely insistent now, it's been enough time, that some should, something should be done about the invasion of third world illegals across the English Channel into the United Kingdom. And the Tory party is start, you know, it's making noises. I, you know, we'll see whether there's any genuine action coming from that. Um, Here's, here's Steve, this is a story which you put out on, on Getter. This is interesting now. Robert Fico, who's the new Slovakian prime minister, this is a case where, look, in Europe, populists can be a bit mushy. They promise one thing um, when they're trying to court press uh, publicity, trying to rally the base. They, they, they might amplify that in an election campaign. And then suddenly, the moment they're sworn into office, the, the, those promises... Um, they, they evaporate like summer snow. Um, one, one populist politician who never did that was Matteo Salvini here in Italy. And he always tweeted whenever he, he implemented something as home minister, you know, from words to action. There's a similar thing here. And this is how you can really separate the wheat from the chaff. You, Robert Fico in the election campaign actually had a campaign slogan. I think we covered this on the war room, Steve. He said, not one more round for Ukraine. That was a persistent campaign slogan he won that election in slovakia and now what it what has he said today he this is the first western government who said that they are withdrawing all uh, military and financial support to ukraine this is what he said to, to members of parliament he said um, that the country would no longer supply weapons to ukraine i will support zero military aid to ukraine an immediate halt to military operations is the best solution we have for Ukraine. The EU should change from arms supplier to peacemaker, he said. So, you know, when countries are starting to pivot like this, one wonders why 
the American administration, the resident Biden, isn't um, similarly putting America first, as we see here, Slovakia putting um, Slovakians first. The answer is that is obvious, and what that would, what is required in the United States is is a change of administration. Um, the fourth story I have for you um, is there are move, there is movement here in the United States. You mentioned now uh, the, the the hopes and anticipations of, of the, the country rallying behind the new speaker. In the Senate, Rand Paul has called, to, or is calling for today, uh, an immediate, well, within 30 days, uh, um, uh, cancellation of all military aid to the Republic of Niger in Africa. Now, you might be asking, you might be saying, I didn't know the United States was even supporting Niger. It is doing, it just gave $200 million um, a couple of months ago, and you ha you guys have more than a thousand military personnel there. Uh, now you might say this is this is this is a drop in the ocean compared to what's going on with Ukraine, but it's a start, um, and I I'm very happy to see Senator Paul here um, making the case. He didn't use his words, but making the case of putting America first and not Niger first. So that's that's the roundup of the uh, the, 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 the news. Before before, before I let you go, how how big? How big is Slovakia? I mean, we're having this big debate right now on Ukraine. It's going to get to be on fire here starting over the weekend uh, as we get roughed up on it. How big is Slovakia? You got the Labor Party. You got a lot of people saying, hey, we're too tired. We're too broke. We can't do this. But how big is Slovakia doing it as kind of up in people's grill as they did it? Steve, Slovakia is one of the s smallest member states in, in the of the 27 in the, the European Union. However, the important of, importance of this is that Slovakia is the first country member, as I say, member of the European Union to publicly break rank now from from the, the, the EU, US, NATO position. That's why this is important. This is the, this is basically the first country to say enough. We're out. We're not putting um, any more in. So I think that will be look, it, it's similar to the story I, I hit on the show live from Madrid airport when I said that Macron, Emmanuel Macron, the, the French president, has said that, that France will, will violate the, the European Convention on Human Rights if it has to, but it's going to forcibly start repatriating illegals from France back to their countries of origin. And in fact, France has to pay a fine, it has to pay a fine. The importance of that, because um, obviously France is, is, is a pillar of the European Union. It's a pillar of, of, of the, the, the Europeism um, of the European Union. You know. The importance of that is that it's now very difficult for other countries, frontier countries, like here in Italy, like Georgia Maloney, to continue to say this immigration yes. crisis in Europe um, is for Brussels to deal with. It's difficult for ben, her to say ben, that when France has said ben, more. Ben, just hang, just hang, on, just hang on one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back. we got Sam Faddis, Ben Harnwell next in the war room. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs
on their respective populations. No, I'm not making that up. That is a fact. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. Let that sink in for a second. In essence, they enable the government to take more control over your personal finances. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold 2. But learn for yourself. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer, if you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into IRA into gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text Bannon to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then call Birch. Because if digital currency becomes a reality, and trust me, they're on the path to make it so, it'll be nice to have some gold to fall back on. It's only worked for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Let Birch Gold work for you. Bannon. 989898, text it right now. It can happen anywhere. Fires, hurricanes, tornadoes, mudslides. Regular cell service is fragile, and it can go down in an instant. That's why you absolutely need a satellite phone. Because when that happens, when the cell towers go down, how will you contact your loved ones? How will you contact emergency services? But with a sat phone, if you can see the sky, you can make a call. It's got 100% global coverage, ensuring you're always within reach. Your calls are secure and private. No one's eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military trusts these phones to communicate securely. Your text messages encrypted. Only the intended recipient can read them. Everything you do with this phone is 100% private and 100% secure. Now, right now, our trusted partners at War Room the satellite phone store is giving you a free Iridium 9555 satellite phone and a free Garmin watch with a 24-month plan if you go to sat123.com slash Bannon right now. That's sat123.com slash Bannon right now. Be ready for anything. The earthquake, wildfires, terrorism, anything, anywhere on Earth. With your new satellite phone today, you're always in contact. So go do it today. You get everything that we talked about as well as your free bonuses. Visit sat123.com slash Bannon and use code Steve50 at checkout for free activation or dial the following number 941-955-1020 to snag your free Iridium 9555 satellite phone today. That's sat123.com slash Bannon code Steve50 or call. 941-955-1020. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it. Because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. 
That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's at 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency, do it today, get the benefits of the sale. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, welcome back, uh, Ben. Can you give uh, can you give uh, your coordinates? I don't want to say I hit over five million on Getter tonight. Uh, our guest last night. I I want to tribute that for my reposting of yours. You kind of <laughs> turbocharged my account, so I want to th- I want I want to thank you as I repost every day, Ben's. Uh, I'm in, I'm amazed. You probably have, given the number of followers you have, you probably have the highest engagement ratios of anybody on Twitter or get or anywhere. They're pretty extraordinary. I, when I get your things, I've already got over 2000 likes or 2,500 likes. It's amazing. Um, uh, it's amazing how you uh, actually uh, do it. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible stuff. Thanks, Steve. Please don't sound so surprised though. Um, no, look, I'm very grateful for, for the best profile on the getter platform. Steve, at Steve Bannon. I'm very grateful for that profile for you personally in sharing my stuff and getting it out there. Um, very, very grateful. So folks, so my coordinates are there. Go to at Steve Bannon and that's where you'll, you'll find me reposted. The other places you'll find me, you'll need to register on the, the warroom.org website for our, for our newsletter, which is fantastic, which as you were saying for Grace and Mo put that out. Um, it has exclusive con- co- content on there from me, from Joe Allen. From Natalie Winters, right? Do do if you haven't done that, folks, please do do that. And then the the, the other place you can get me is on, on is on the War Rooms channel on on Rumble, which is absolutely fantastic. And that's at Bannon's War Room. Those are three places, Steve. Um, thanks very much, and F- uh, God bless. Yeah, as as we've had uh, Ben's been out traveling, making speeches, but also as we've been fighting on this house fight. We're going to start to reorient. There's so much going on in this third world war. Uh, we're going to get Ben in more with the perspective from Europe, what's happening with the populist movement there, and particularly this whole situation on the one front in Ukraine. That's got to be dealt with. And um, there's going to be a massive fight here for the vanguard of the war in posse. And we'll be bringing in Ben a lot uh, over the next days and weeks. Ben, thank you very much uh, for being on top of things. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. God bless. One thing we're also doing, you know, in building the Patriot economy, we're going to start giving some uh, visibility to more and more companies that are in kind of the security business and in the uh, particularly digital security and uh, on phones, uh, things like that. New sponsor SLNT stands for silent 
SLNT. They make these Faraday bags. Have you ever noticed you've had a conversation with like your friends and then next thing you know, you're looking on your phone and like ads are popping up on uh, on things that you uh, that you you've never really done online. Look, don't be paranoid. Here's what you need to do. You go to SLNT. They've got amazing and you go to SLNT.com right now slash Bannon. You can get a 15 percent discount. They've got a vast array of Faraday bags for your uh, iPad, for your computer, for your phones, all of it. Once you put it, once you put your device in there, the bad guys or quote unquote the good guys can't can no longer track you, can no longer follow you. So uh, don't take this as something that doesn't happen. I will tell you about briefings we got in the very first days when we were in the White House about your about your cell phones and about the capabilities out there. For people to listen in, make sure that you're 100, just check another box. Make sure that you're 100% secure. Go to slnt.com slash Bannon right now. You will see a vast array of products. All of these are guaranteed. Once you put, uh, once you put your phones or your computers or your iPads or whatever in there, nobody can listen in. Nobody can check it out. So go check it out today. SLNT stands for silent, bigger than a brand. It's a movement. Sam Faddis, uh, you gave a you wrote a book, which I keep telling people every time I meet them, if they want to find out about the CIA, it's one of the must it's one of the must reads. But I think that book was over a decade ago, a decline and fall of the CIA. You gave a speech at Hillsdale. The CIA no longer works and how to fix it. Here's why this is important, brother. We're, we're, we're sitting here. We're getting sucked into another Middle East war. And I realize we've got allies in Israel they got to take care of business with the, both the Muslim Brotherhood to the south and you got the, the Persian proxy army of the Party of God uh, coming out of Lebanon. But you got to help me out here, Sam. How, when you talk about fixing the CIA, how did they miss with all the assets they've got with the Egyptians, with the Saudis, with UAE, with the Kuwaitis, even in some uh, with Qatar? Uh, and the Israelis, the Mossad, Shin Bet, and then IDF military intelligence, which I argue is the best in the world. How did we? How did Israel and the United States get so caught by surprise? And what they're saying is a a nine eleven Pearl Harbor combo package. Help me out there first, and then I t- then you can tell me how we're going to fix it. Because is it even fixable? Right. So to take the first issue, it remains incomprehensible to me that the Israelis missed this because in my experience Shin Bet, their internal service has Gaza wired six ways from Sunday you literally can't sneeze half the people in Gaza are on somebody's payroll and most of them are talking to the Israelis so there that remains a mystery to be unraveled in terms of American intelligence here's the sad reality in many cases we're not running our own sources CIA officers are not going out in the field and recruiting bad guys and and having them report to us. We're relying upon what agency would call liaison services. So we go and talk to the Egyptians, talk to the Jordanians, talk to whoever. So first of all, there's the issue of what they know and how competent they are. And then here's another big issue. What do they want to tell you? They may know all kinds of things and not pass it to American intelligence. This has been evident for many years, going back prior 9-11, when we got caught flat-footed. We need to run our own sources. And there's a lot of pushback amongst the increasingly risk-averse CIA bureaucracy, because when you start going on the street running bad guys inside ISIS, Hamas, Hezbollah, 
there's a lot of physical risk. You could wake up dead real fast. And so they prefer to sit down and talk to somebody else who then does the dirty work. And it, it leaves us blind all the time with all kinds of money and all kinds of technical capability. And then you ask them, how many sources does CIA have inside Hezbollah? And the answer is like shockingly few. That I find that that is very, very disturbing. And by the way, your background, you know, this this broad. Uh, tough, bad neighborhood pretty well, right? You've got you've got decades of experience, personal experience in this, in this region. Yeah, and 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 personal experience in going out and recruiting our own sources amongst these bad guys. And I don't want to make it sound like I was the, the only one in shops that I ran we we did that extensively but i can tell you I, when i was chief of station on the ground in the middle east where we had a large number of u.s forces in country and there were terrorist threats against them and we went out and recruited sources inside those terrorist groups so we would have advanced warning and could make sure attacks didn't take place and i would get messages from headquarters saying and i quote stop wasting so much time on counterterrorism." And, and you're like, I got thousands of boys and girls here in uniform, and it's my job to keep them alive, and that's a waste of time. I don't, I don't get it. Is the is the problem we have today? Because you wrote the book, what the decline and fall, what ten, almost fifteen years ago. Um, ten. Yeah. And, and what happened? What ten? When we took over. In uh, one in 16, took over 17. Pompeo was our first CIA director. The one thing I wanted him to do immediately was to unwind Brennan, you know, that big ogre that's on TV all the time. He had, he had merged in uh, both the analytics and the operatives, kind of like when investment banking did it with trading and investment banking put into one entity, I guess by country or by, um, by content and allowed the non-operators who had always been kind of in the leadership positions all of a sudden had the analytical people, which I think where Brenner were from, to have more of a voice. And, and Pompeo came back and said, look, that's been such a big project they've worked on for so long. Now they've done it. It would be so disruptive to undo it. And I adamantly disagreed with that, but I was overruled. Is that to the heart of what the current problem is? Is the current problem deeper than that, deeper than the reorganization of the CIA that has maybe the non-operators are not really in charge anymore? Well, I mean, it is certainly a big piece of it and it's symptomatic of what's going on, right? I mean, is it a bigger picture? Yeah. Look, espionage is this weird craft and it is a craft and you got to recruit, it, you got to go out and you got to recruit people with a very eclectic mix of skills, the kind of people that in another life might be stealing the crown jewels, the kind of folks who think outside the box, there is no such word as impossible, it's just a challenge. That's who you need and then they gotta drive ops. Now having them talk to analysts and know the substantive matter and folding that in, that that's great, I'm not opposed to that. But in the end of the day, it's gotta be run by folks who, who first of all have all those abilities and then of course you train them to a really high standard and then you season them, right? I mean, I went out and made 500 asset meetings before anybody would seriously let me talk in a branch meeting in a station overseas. Like, okay, new guy, you came out of training. Now 
go do something and, and learn how to work on the street. Now it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. We're all fungible. You can teach anybody to be a spy. You can just send them through a training course and they'll all be good. And then we're all sit around a table and, and increasingly you're just talking, you're conducting meetings. You certainly becoming more and more risk averse. Um, and we spend a lot of money and we hire a lot of people. We got more capability than anybody on the planet in that sense. And yet we're not getting the job done, right? I mean, in that sense, the organization has gone very soft and it needs to be, you know, it's like a military unit. I mean, it's like if you were a naval officer, you pull up on the pier and there's rust coming down the side of the ship and guys listening to rap music laying all over the top side and you walk up the gangplank and nobody pipes you aboard and you find guys watching porn on the bridge. What do you think's going on? This thing has gone to hell. Somebody needs to start cracking the whip and we need to get back to doing doing what we are supposed to do. And of course, nobody has done that with the agency for many years now. So it's not a surprise to people that there was massive resistance. In fact, I would argue that the heart of the resistance, um, the uh, the um, the the movement to basically not let Trump govern as soon as we um, as soon as we uh, stepped into office, right? The centerpiece of that was former CIA um, and even active CIA. Now we're in a shooting war, and we're going to get sucked into this Persian CCP Persian Middle East conflict pretty quickly if we don't if we don't understand what's going on. How do we do it with a apparatus that you know? 75 or 80 percent of people question its competence and then on the MAGA side we don't trust it and we just think they're totally incompetent and where they're not incompetent they're out to uh, to overrule President Trump and MAGA actually returning and uh, and taking charge so what's your plan of how we solve both of those at the beginning of another shooting war well first of all I think you're absolutely right that the there's in addition to the incompetence, the bureaucratization, the going soft element of this, there's the whole politicization piece, right? The CIA shouldn't be within 10 miles of American domestic politics. If you get dragged into it, you ought to be, first of all, cashiered and thrown out and then probably prosecuted. So that we that's incomprehensible to me that, that we've allowed it to go down that road. How do we fix it right now? I mean, what you need is a director who goes in there who understands the place with the full backing of a president who will say, you got, I got your back. You fire as many people as you need to. You make whatever changes you need to get this place back to fighting Trump. Here's the, obviously the $60,000 question. How the heck do you do that with this guy in the Oval Office? I, I can't imagine that the Biden administration is going to take any of these steps where they're going to they they will do anything. And they, look, the guy that runs the CIA now, as far as I can tell, is also bought and paid for by the communist Chinese. Right. He's up. He was up to his eyeballs in contact with Chinese intel before they made him director. So he's probably the last guy on the planet to make any of these changes. What uh, are, are you open to coming back in uh, in uh, in actually helping President Trump uh, when we return in 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 reordering the because uh, the intel entire intelligence apparatus? I mean, there's 17 what 17 different branches report to DNI. You still got the the beating heart of the active intelligence is both CIA and DIA. The thing's a mess. 
um, and not just the cost of it, but how effective it is. Are you open to come back and, and, and work with President Trump in a second term? Yeah. I mean, my wife will probably divorce me, Steve, so I'll be moving in with you. But um, no, I'm mean, all kidding. Aside, <laughs> Sam, kidding. we got room. Hold it. We got a room. We got a room in the If I can get Fattis to come back and work with President Trump, we got room. Uh, we got room in the either the carriage house or we got room in the embassy. So we'll 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 get you. We'll get you a hot I, I, rack look, somewhere. It, it would be my honor and my privilege. And, uh, you know, as long as I'm working for somebody like Donald Trump, who says, Go make, fix it. Don't go over there and just preside over the disaster. I'm not interested in, in being there unless we're actually going to do it. And as I've said before to you, look, I really think that if you went in there and waded into this problem, what you would find is that the rank and file in the agency would be standing in the hallways cheering because they came there by and large to do God's work on behalf of the American people. And they know better than anybody else how broke it is. And they're chomping at the bit, but man, they can't get through this without somebody making the changes at the top that have to be made. By the way, um, when we went over the very first thing Trump did on that Saturday after the inauguration and after the balls on Saturday, the very first thing we did, inauguration was on a Friday, the very first thing we did was go to the CIA. And I can tell you 100%, we had three levels of meetings, kind of the higher up, the 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 middle guys, and then the, and then the, uh, the, um, the 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 platoons and the the standing ovation president trump got can show you that the the everyday people at the cia completely supported president trump the next tier you know there, there was good some of us cover a few stink eyes the top not so hot we knew pompeo had his work cut out for him. <laughs> pompeo had his work cut out for him so um but you're right i think we need uh, and you, you outlined it in your first book. How can people get this speech? You wrote this speech. I think you gave it at Hillsdale back on the 3rd of October. How can people get access to that and access to you do tremendous work on the ground in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania about making sure we can't get future elections stolen from us? Uh, you're very active in that whole patriot movement there. How do people also get your thoughts about uh, intelligence? Well, if you go to And Magazine, so andmagazine.substack.com, um, we're going to put up the link to the Hillsdale speech and, and the video, so you can. That's the simplest, simplest way to get to it. We will link to it directly on And Magazine at Substack. Um, in regard to the Pennsylvania stuff, we have a website, PennsylvaniaPatriotCoalition.com, all spelled out. PennsylvaniaPatriotCoalition.com that links to this work we're doing. We got a over well over a hundred patriot groups statewide pushing the MAGA agenda all across Pennsylvania all day, every day. No, you've seen polling coming out now about President Trump, you know, ahead in Pennsylvania. One of the big reasons is because of your coordination of these patriot groups. I mean, you've got tremendous, tremendous patriots. Remember, they stole Pennsylvania. No doubt about how they stole Pennsylvania. Not even a question how they stole right. Pennsylvania. And you've got patriots out there that dedicated really their lives and working from that time to now and then through 2024 that it ain't going to happen again against the patriots right. out there in Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth. So fantastic. Sam, great work. You, you always remind me of the guys that while Bill Donovan pulled together on OSS, the uh, the tough, hard uh, hombres that helped to build this. So thank you very much. Honored to have you on here, brother. Thank you. Incredible speech. In fact, we'll get that up and put it up on my Getter account, a speech of Sam Fattis at Hillsdale. Hillsdale is fantastic who they invite out there. 
and the breadth of uh, of uh, access to people that the Hillsdale students uh, get. I hope the students out there appreciate what their administration is doing and bringing so many different voices. Um, we've got. A lot, I'm going to be in a Carolina. We're going to be doing the show from there. Over the next couple of days, uh, I will be giving a speech. I'm very honored to be invited down in uh, Moore County but to do the, uh, the Lincoln-Reagan Day uh, dinner. Very excited about that. Uh, hopefully, it is a barn burner. Uh, I, I kind of committed that beforehand. I think we've had a pretty good track record. Uh, we'll be doing the shows tomorrow. Got a lot to go through. Uh, not simply on the, on the debt, but the convergence of all this and what it means to have the House right now remember, we have the House, and now we got to start punching back. you got Mike Johnson, you got all these other patriots, but we've got, we've, got the, you know, we've got some levers of power here, and it's time, to, you know, it's time to get on with it as we are. People are working nonstop. We're trying to get Eli Crane and folks on today. They're voting. They're in committee meetings. We're trying to get Eli and a couple other folks uh, on. You had uh, Matt Rosendale. So we're trying to book even more. Uh, also, Julie Kelly. So much going on across the board. We haven't had time to get to has been focused on the historic fight on uh, on Capitol Hill. Also want to thank the team at uh, at Birch Gold. It's more important than ever, I think, what you owe yourself and you owe your family is to really immerse yourself in this, uh, in about gold. Just don't make a snap judgment, but really immerse yourself uh, about why it's been a hedge to mankind for, you know, the last 5,000 years of recorded history in turbulent times. The times are only going to get more turbulent we got a lot of fight ahead of us in order to set things right. It's going to be set right, but there's going to be a lot of fight, a lot of fight. And so things are only going to get more turbulent throughout the world. Now I think it's time to talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Go to birchgold.com slash abandon. Now we've put out tons of free information, everything you need to learn to kind of understand the way the system works, particularly how our currency, how the fiat currency, the Federal Reserve note, how that drives so much of the world economy and just as a instrument, the instrumentality of that and what's happening to it. You see, you can understand so much of going in the world today if you understand that. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. We are back here tomorrow morning, live from North Carolina at 10 a.m. in the morning. See you then. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications, and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem 
by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.